All right, let's be real. All across the world right now, girlies are hanging out with other girlies, and they're chatting, and they're laughing, and then they stop mid-conversation, and they say, Oh my god, we should have a podcast. And then they never do it. But today, today is different, girls. I'm doing it in my closet on my own, girl. It's my own podcast. girlies talking about starting a podcast and never doing it i am not shaming y'all i am often the one to be saying to my friends oh my god we should have a podcast my friends are so effing funny and they make me laugh so effing hard if you are my real friend you have seen me spit a drink okay put that on my grave if you are my real friend you have seen me spit a drink if you are my real friend you have seen me spit a drink. Okay? I'm a spit taker. And I don't even want to be. And I do think sometimes I will do a spit take in public and my friends are so embarrassed. And for the record, so am I, bitch. But I think they think that I'm doing it like on purpose to be intentionally extra or doing the most. And I just want to put it on the literal record right now. I don't want to spit my drink in public, bitch. That's fucking embarrassing. But when you are being funny and I'm taking a little sip I don't have another option because I can't giggle with that liquid in my mouth and I have to spit it out and it's embarrassing so I just need like I'm not doing that on purpose and we're gonna get into this on this podcast because I think I have like a deep-rooted fear that people think I'm like too much or that I'm a lot because I am you know I'm I'm an exuberant honey okay I am a enthusiastic sweetie. I am a emboldened thought. Maybe emboldened thought should actually be the title of this podcast. (laughs) But no, it is called, Are We Gonna Kiss? Because historically, that's how I end all my dates. Uh, And that's what this podcast is going to be about. Because dating has been a real struggle for me, which you can probably tell because I can't even speak about it in a normal voice. Like, if I was a normal bitch, I would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, dating is a dating is a struggle for me. Like, I, I literally can't even speak about it just so casually because, like, I, I'm a through-and-through Virgo, independent bitch, raised by a single mom. You know, I'm not no little bitch. But for some reason, when it comes to dating, I am like... <coughs> Like, I have such a hard time, girl. (laughs) Full body cringe right now from my head to my toe, just seizing with cringe. Um, So, yeah, not only do I want to do this podcast because I'm a creative and I like to make little things, but I also think it's possible I actually need to do this podcast to process these feelings and this moment in time. You know, I'm I'm 27, I'm pushing 28, uh, and you know I'm looking for-
for love. Unfortunately, I'm looking for love in a time of Tinder and polyamory. And unfortunately, I'm looking for love. I don't know. I <sighs> Lately, it's, it's bleak, y'all. I'm queer. Lately, actually feeling just more straight up fucking gay than queer. And the queers are really not doing monogamy anymore. So I'm working through that. I'm figuring that out. I think we're probably definitely going to talk about that on here. Um, I just got rejected in the club for the first time because I'm working on, you know, I I gotta ask for some numbers. I gotta flirt. We're going to work on all this here. Okay. Okay. Get your notebooks, get your pens. Class is in session and class is me trying to fuck on somebody till they fall in love with me. Just kidding. We're gonna like do it like the right way, or but like what is the right way? I don't know. But yeah, you know, I'll tell the story of how I just hit on somebody in the club and they rejected me in front of all my hot lesbian friends. I'll talk about how I did just get someone's number. But then we went out and they have a girlfriend. And this is what I'm saying. Everyone who's gay has a girlfriend and I am just their fuck piece. Like, I wanted to say just kidding, but at this current moment, I am not kidding, unfortunately. But again, baby, we'll work through it together. You're going to hear my little stories. Perhaps you will respond. I'll bring my gay-ass friends on the show. We'll work through it together. I keep saying we'll work through it together, probably because I'm really scared that I'm out in this bitch alone. And when I say I'm out in this bitch, I mean living, breathing, and being alive on planet Earth as a human. I don't want to do this alone, right? And I'm not alone. For context, I've been in L.A. for a year, and I have fallen so deeply in love with the queer community here. It's so powerful and hot and sexy. I've made so many Gay ass, dykey ass, queer ass, ten ass friends. All my friends are tens. You know, we're not doing a numbering system, but if we were, all my friends are tens. And all the real ones see me do a spit take. So yeah, I'd say my year in LA has been a complete fucking blessing. And I hear a lot of people say they moved to LA and it took them a while to adjust, but not me, baby. I fit right in, probably because I'm like a performing-ass little circus-ass bitch. Like, I like the hustle and the bustle, okay? I would say I also like to put on a little fucking show. I spent the last eight years living in Chicago as a performing musician. When I was 19, me and two of my best friends in Chicago started a Riot Girl punk band. And not only is that, you know, one of the wildest probably coolest times of my life this far uh it's also the where I discovered my queerness and and really learned about the spectrum of queerness and what that can look like and everything from gender to sexuality to just being like a fucking punk bitch I mean listen the riot girl movement also gave me my first orgasm oh I said it Mm mm-hmm graphic in the intro app baby yeah it's gonna be a little graphic on this pod okay get used to it buckle up put on your glasses it's getting graphic (laughs) 
I don't know what that means. But okay, listen. So Carrie Brownstein. Okay. Do we know who that is? Carrie Brownstein. Get out your phone. Google it. If you don't know it, Google it. Okay. Fred Armisen's counterpart in Portlandia. That's Carrie Brownstein. Now, Carrie Brownstein is also in a band called Fleeter Kinney. And that band owned my effing heart from about ages 18 to maybe still now. And I became just so transfixed by Carrie Brownstein. And I wanted to fuck that person so hard. I wrote a song about Carrie Brownstein. And the song, one of the lines was, I want to be just like you. And that's what's so complicated about being queer is sometimes you have such a big crush on someone that you also want to be them. Maybe I'm also just like slightly narcissistic and I want to fuck me? Who, me? So Carrie Brownstein's also in another band, lesser known, called Wild Flag, and they have a song called Boom. Okay, get out your phone again. I need you to go to wherever you listen to music, okay, and look up Boom by Wild Flag. Listen to that song. You cannot tell me that song is not about an orgasm. And so I, little me, at like 19, okay, yeah, never had an orgasm until I was 19, even though I had a boyfriend in high school, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. So I was 19, and I remember going on autostraddle.com. The dykes know it, okay? The dykes know it. You're either a dyke or you're not. Do you know autostraddle.com? Figure it out, bitch. Okay, so I went on autostraddle.com and literally was searching how to masturbate because that's how bad education is for people with vaginas like we don't even know babe we're not even sure how to find pleasure on this earth so I was looking through the dyke pages aka autostraddle how to masturbate and I was literally following instructions of this article about like how to touch yourself for the first time and I had noise-canceling headphones on, and I was listening to Boom by Wild Flag, and I remember coming so hard to the sound of Carrie Brownstein's voice. I mean, I can't listen to that song to this day without being like, I need to be alone. (laughs) The power of sapphic music, honey. It's so fucking important. Like, I might have never came unless that dykey-ass cunt, Carrie Brownstein, was screaming on a microphone. Like, thank God. Honestly, thank God. Now, a couple years after this Riot Girl band, I started my own band because I was really deeply into R&B and pop And I wanted to make that kind of music. So I did. And honestly, that era of my life was really, really inspired by the band The Internet, which, of course, is fronted by Sid. And Sid is, you know, the lesbian icon. (laughs) Period. (laughs) That's the end of that sentence. Sid is the lesbian icon. I mean, I literally had posters of Sid on my walls. I still have some framed photos of Sid. Uh, You know, we'll probably cover this on the podcast as well. I definitely love to idolize a motherfucker. I mean, my lock screen right now is a photo of Beyonce because this is a Virgo supporting Virgo's podcast, okay? Speaking of being a Virgo, I share a birthday with Zendaya, except she's a year younger than me. Shout out to that woman's youth. 
Um, it's a fucking crime that she is not a lesbian. Anyway. Beyonce really helped me embrace my sexuality as an independent woman. Because I think for a long, long time, my entire childhood, I felt like sexuality meant compromising your strength as an independent person. Um, hello, trauma. Is that you? Oh, my God. Of course you're right here talking about sexuality and independence. But yeah, so Sid and Beyonce, I think, hand in hand together, which is amazing because now they collab. Sid writes for Beyonce sometimes now. You know, they were examples of really powerful people who also really embraced their sexuality. I mean, I'll never forget hearing an internet song for the first time. And it was Girl by the Internet, which is Sid's like angelic voice talking about, you know, loving a girl and I I just the first time I heard it I had never heard R&B music from a lesbian point of view I mean it was fucking groundbreaking for me and I think everybody in you know the indie R&B scene um and so I I owe you know all the music I've made really to to Sid to be honest um I promise I'm not gonna only talk about (laughs) But, you know, that's really how I shaped who I was as a person. So, like, Riot Girl music and then the internet and then later Kehlani, who's become, like, just also another gay icon in, in music. I mean, they have helped shape me and so many other people um, feel sexy and empowered about our queerness. Uh, Beyonce is not gay, but Renaissance is. <laughs> that was a really nice thing she did. I feel like she was, like... Okay, y'all can have this one. <laughs> and I'm grateful. Okay? And I'm saving up for my ticket because she is actually playing L.A. on my birthday. September 1st. But I can't decide if I should go on my birthday or her birthday because she's also playing L.A. on her birthday, September 4th. So decisions need to be made. Weigh in if you have an opinion. Because I'm also thinking maybe I just go the day after my birthday because my birthday should be about me. Beyonce's birthday can be about her. But maybe the day after my birthday can be also be about her for me. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> oh my god, are we gonna kiss? Wow. Alright, I feel like this is good. I'm giving you a sense of the vibe of my podcast. Now, on the next few episodes, I am really hoping to have my friends come be guests on this. But let's be honest, bitches are busy, okay? Now, I can crawl into my closet and do this, you know, at 11.20 p.m. as I am doing right now, but I can't, you know, make other people do that, so we'll see. Regardless of having a guest or not, I will be reporting back to you uh, regarding my trials and tribulations of dating in the queer community in L.A., And a huge part of why I'm doing this podcast is I need to be held accountable because otherwise I will just not date, even though I really want to. The fear of a first date will just overwhelm me and I won't do it. So I will be asking you listeners to hold me accountable. I really want you all to submit some dating challenges. Now, this can be anything from 
in the next seven days, you need to give your number to someone in a bar to, I was just telling my friend this idea, and she suggested that I need to get three hickeys, which... I love a hickey, honey, but we need a timeline here. Like, if the timeline for that is seven days, that's really tough for me, but I will accept that challenge. So when you submit your dating challenges for me, please give me a timeline anywhere from, you know, three days, 24 hours, seven days, this month, by my birthday, you know, things like that. And I would like you all to submit these challenges via voice message on Instagram. So you can find me at Jordana's World on Instagram. That's at J-O-R-D-A-N-N-A-S-W-O-R-L-D. And I want you to send me your dating challenges on Instagram via voice message specifically so I can play your gorgeous, sexy voice on the podcast. All right. I feel like this was a good little intro ep. You know, this was kind of like our first date, if you will. So before I go, I have to ask. Are we going to kiss? Are We Gonna Kiss is a podcast written, recorded, and produced by me, Jordana, in my closet in East Hollywood. If you liked what you heard, follow me on Instagram at Jordana's World and subscribe to the pod. Mm-hmm.